Yo, Nick, are you down? I don't know, Lucas. I'm not not down. Are you down? Not not down. Okay, welcome to the Not Not Down Podcast. My name is Lucas Huerta. My name is Nick Winnegate. Alright, this is going to be an interesting episode because our fucking audio interface is not working, so we're recording off our phones, but everyone, we apologize for the sound. Bear with us. We're doing great, Sweaty. We are doing so good, Sweaty. By the way, the you're doing great, Sweaty is actually literal because it is 115 degrees outside and there's no air conditioning in the room where we're recording. We're in fucking Woodland Hills, people. Yeah, I also had like the, the great idea this morning because we're going to go to like a restaurant after this and I wanted like a good photo because Lucas has been like getting on like getting on my case for not looking presentable in the photos. <laughs> look, I don't care how you look. I'm just... Oh, because you only look at yourself in the photos. 100%. Obviously. Anyways, I decided to dress myself up. So I'm wearing pants right now and it's 115 degrees Nick's, and like last week we talked about swamp ass. Nick's yeah. idea of dressing up is uh, wearing pants and a built shirt. That's his idea of style. <laughs> built, please sponsor us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I asked them what the theme was and they said pants and built shirt. So I purposely did the opposite. What um, do you mean? I mean, wearing, I'm wearing pants, but I'm you're wearing, wearing a pants shirt. and like a collared shirt. So you did sort of the opposite. Yeah. And you guys are like, we're going to go pick up some June Shine. And I'm like, fuck you. I'm getting Nova. Yeah. Okay. Anyone who drinks anything other than June Shine is a certified psychopath. That's really? a psychopath flavor. I like to go. Not um, June Shine. I like to do my own thing. I'm a one man wolf pack. <laughs> I am. <laughs> <laughs> you mean a bear pack? Uh, a bear pack. Correct. Yeah, uh, a lone bear. Yeah. A bear pack. I don't want to infringe on hangovers joke. I don't know. I feel, like, I feel like it's in the public domain. It's a public domain. So, how was your weekend, Nick? It was great. Before we jump into our weekends, I think we need to clear the air on a couple of things. Very true. Wow, you're correcting me on the on the structure of this podcast. Are you once. kidding? Uh, I literally <laughs> have never been wrong once. I've said it before. I'll keep saying it. You've been wrong every single time. I've been wrong a lot. <laughs> okay, so what is it that you Okay, so clear the about? air. The first thing, like our actual clear the air, is we messed up some Japanese words last time. We uh, did. Konnichiwa. I just butchered that. I know I did that. What did you do? Did you say it wrong? No, I think I think you said it wrong, actually. Um, but but I say everything wrong, so that's nothing. Actually, I say everything right. What do I say? Yeah. Okay. So Kanichiwa is hello. Arigato gazamasu. I fucked that one up. I didn't uh, even know you said that. Yeah. Arigato something. The next word is a something is thank you. Um, we had a listener who speaks Japanese. I'm presuming. Uh, DM us and, and correct us on that one. So we apologize for butchering the Japanese language. Yeah. Uh, we probably will do it again. Yeah, but we will apologize but again. But we will apologize. And again. And, and again. And again. Yeah, it's insane. Isn't that the definition of insanity, doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results? That is that. Um, and I guess we're crazy. We are. We're psychopaths. What do you Psycho- want us to do? I mean, well, there's a lot of reasons why we're psychopaths. 5150! 5150! But, okay, so that was our one actual clear the air. The other clear the air is, like, Lucas mentioned it before, but the sound quality on this episode might not be great. Just bear with us. So we know what we're going to clear the air on next time. Next time, our yeah. song sound quality this time. Yeah, but we're going to presumptively clear the air. Presumptively. That's a big word. Big huh? words for <laughs> Sunday Scaries. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, wait, wait, no, not Sunday Scaries because we have, oh, you have to go me, to work tomorrow. Because I chose the wonderful industry of tax. Yeah. <laughs> hey, accounting is dope. 
Don't we love even, accounting. Yeah, we love, love accounting. accounting. Our managers who are listening. We Actually, a big thing happened this past week was... Tell me. Um, was it big four accounting? Yes. Okay. All right. Clear the air. We're now like... We're done with clear the air. Oh, we're done with clear the well, air. Well, I mean, do we need to clear the air about something happening during the week? No. Let's just dive into it. So we had a big week. We had a really Clearing big week. Clearing the air is very blurry. Uh, the entire podcast is, is unscripted. So we just go off the rails from time to time. But that's okay. Yeah, that's okay. All right. We're doing great. We're doing great. And sweating. Um, okay. So, Lucas, talk about what happened this week. So was it the big four accounting yeah. or was it the other one? Accounting? No, no, it's big four accounting. Big four accounting reposted our story that we posted on the Instagram. So that was pretty cool. I mean, that's like kind of our brand. And so the brand that we look up to big four accounting reposted us. So I don't know. it was cool. It's sometimes it's you like just like currently patting my back, little pat on the back. You know, we got a couple followers out of it. We, we got did. some random people sliding into our DMS, mm-hmm. like talking about how great we are. Yeah, we got Not a, a big of, deal. We got a bunch of nudes sent to us. <laughs> yeah, we did not get any news sent to us. It's just like accounting news. Yeah, it's just like accounting jokes. It's like the calculator with boobs spelled out. <laughs> <laughs> That's the accounting version of news. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, not not down. Yeah, right. Not not down. Dude. Who didn't do that, like, as well, a kid? You were the cool kid in, like, your second grade class if you spelled boobs on a calculator. Yeah, and you, like, slid it over to your friend, and it was, like, the funniest thing yeah, ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, like, the cool kids passing notes, but it was passing a calculator with boobs on it. Hey, passing notes, underrated. That was really fun. Okay, passing notes never happened. Like, what do you mean? Passing notes was never an actual thing. Did you guys actually pass notes? Yeah, I passed notes. Yeah, I did, too. Okay, all right, so Nick and Kramer are in the passing note squad, and then Lucas and Taylor, I guess, are not down for that. Well, I went to Catholic school. I also went to Catholic school. And you got to pass notes? Well, we did it in secret. That was what was fun about it. (laughs) It was like, you're having a little secret conversation. We tried that one time, and I got my car changed, and I went home crying. (laughs) (laughs) It's a love story for Taylor's Catholic middle school. (laughs) Dude, oh wait, did you wear a uniform? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, Oaks Christian? Yeah, they wore uniforms. Oh, I wore uniforms too. Our uniforms were not legit. You wore it? Okay, this is news to me that you went to a private Catholic school. I went to... I told I told you my family is pretty religious. I think um, that's just when I like selected one, yeah, one year out the other. Yeah, no, I went to I went to wait. What, what was I? I was gonna say something. Instead of passing notes, I just spoke out loud, and every teacher <laughs> fucking every teacher hated me. There were times where if another kid in the classroom asked a question, I would answer for the teacher, and then the teacher would get pissed at me. For trying to make my own rules for the class. Lucas, I just imagine that you've had this, like, deep bumblebear voice, like, your entire life. So I can see, like, a little Lucas still, like, deep voice. Like, oh, actually, uh, here's the Someone answer. asked a question. I would stand up, and I would start <laughs> answering and start teaching the class. Um, I mean, that is No, true. that was my biggest thing as a kid. I always got in trouble for just talking, nonstop talking. And I was like, what do you want me to do? I just need to talk. That is the most Unsurprising thing I think I've ever. Yeah, I'm surprised like, I didn't become a, an elementary school teacher to just talk. Really? Well, Me? that's why we're doing this podcast. I was gonna say, like, <laughs> we start a podcast, and it's because both of us like to hear our own voices. Although I will say, hearing your own voice over a recording, weird. No. Still haven't gotten used to Look, it. Look, hey, I fucking have to edit this thing, and I have to deal with hearing my voice for hours upon hours <laughs> upon hours. You think you want to hear this voice for hours on hours? I don't think so. But actually, please do keep listening to this voice for hours and hours. We love the subscriptions. I'm also going to plug right now. 
now, please uh, rate, review, and subscribe, and then follow us on Spotify if you use Spotify. Yeah. It makes a big difference. We're just going to keep saying that throughout the episode. Rate, review, subscribe. Rate, review, subscribe. Rate, rate, rate. It's hard uh, to say it really R-R-S. fast. RRS. Rate, review, subscribe. RRS. Oh, I got that right. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Nick. Okay. So is there anything else that we want to like bring up, or should we dive into some topics? Let's just dive into some topics. Let's get to it. Okay. Let's We're dive into topics. diving in. You know what? Or this is, like isn't exactly clear the air, but... Lucas beforehand was talking about how I'm not actually as put together as I seem to be. No, okay. I'm letting everyone know I'm doing a public service cervix announcement. Public service announcement. <laughs> <laughs> Nick likes to come off, and I'm I'm unveiling the Nicholas Winicky curtain. He likes to come off as if he's so put together, astute, and prim and proper. No, Nick is a piece of crap. <laughs> Deep down. He likes to deceive people. He likes to lie. <laughs> He's dying about it. <laughs> so explain. You okay. know what I'm talking about. Okay, I know exactly what you're talking about. And it's because... Whereas I- I'm so out in the open, I tell you I'm a piece of trash. Whereas Nick likes to deceive. Yeah, and like... That is a thing. Like, why wouldn't I want people to think that I'm put together? I'm Dude, selling in, myself. In the workplace, yeah, that makes sense. But In all aspects. Don't you want to be honest, like truthful and honest to people about how you are? No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Good. See, that's what I want. That's what do you what mean? I, if, if I walk into a room. Him. I'm exposing. That's, what I, that's the word I was looking for. I'm exposing Nick. Yeah, dox me. Um, no, it's like if you walk into a room and just announce, hey, I'm a piece of shit. That's like when we're interviewing guests. And Nick likes to really say these like big one-liners and you know really spit some facts. It's all lies. People. It's all lies. <laughs> it's not all lies. Okay, I do have a big. You get brain. into his feelings. Nick's not truly a feelings person. Everyone. <laughs> I'm a sociopath that pretends. Nick to have is truly you. a sociopath. <laughs> okay, I'm glad we got that out there. Okay, we got that out there. But the thing is, like, and I'm dead ass about this. Like, I love selling myself, and whenever I walk into a place, I want people to think the best thing of me, and I. You know, it's like I, I consider how I want to come off. Good for you. And it's like... You know, I think there's a, just a time and place for everything. 100%. I think there's a time and place for everything. And so it's like when I'm with you guys and if I'm recording a podcast, I want everyone to know my true self. I want to be true, authentic, and come off as how I truly am. How I truly am. But when I'm in the workplace, yeah, I'm going to deceive them. Okay, you know, it's a, we keep saying deception and, and lies. What we're really doing... Okay, it's not a lie. We're not lying about anything. What we're doing is we're manipulating ourselves, oh. and we're manipulating people around us. And there is a negative connotation. You just dug yourself even a worse hole. I'm not digging a hole because it's like I, I believe in this. It's I think there's a bad connotation with the word manipulation. So manipulating is just like changing something. And you always think of it as like someone's no. manipulating someone else, like doing something evil. It's like whenever you walk into a oh. store and someone's I keep burping. Sorry, we're drinking currently, and I just have a lot of gastro. I don't know. I was going to say some scientific word, but... You, you're crushing it, sweaty. Yeah. <laughs> currently, currently sweating. Currently, currently sweaty. Okay, go. Sorry. Okay, so, you know, you walk into a store and someone's going to start selling you something. They're manipulating what's going on. Mm-hmm. Manipulation is just making something appear the way you want it to appear. And that can have, like, both good and bad side effects. There's, I don't think there's anything, like, insidious about manipulation. It's yeah. how you use the manipulation. Mm-hmm. So, it's like I'm walking into a room and I'm selling myself to the people within the room. So I'm going to try and come off as the version of myself that will be most beneficial to me. Mm -hmm. And usually that means like I'm trying to look put together because people will treat me better if I seem to be astute and use big words and what's not. 
What's what not? not? Okay, are you done? I'm done. I'm on my soapbox. <laughs> All right, Lucas clearly doesn't want to speak about this anymore, but whatever. I mean, hey, I guess you're just a manipulator. I guess that's me. I'm a liar. I'm a manipulator. I'm a sociopath. TLDR. TLDR. I'm crazy. Yeah. Alrighty, so let's get into some topics. You obviously have some no, topics. No, the first thing I want to say is, Lucas, you say alrighty so much. Oh my gosh, I yeah. just said it again. Yeah, you just said it again. It's like you don't even realize that. Like, Lucas will ream me for using my P's and Q's too hard and pronunciating too aggressively. Well, we don't have the mic, so it's probably we, not going to happen this time. Yeah, it probably won't happen this time. But Lucas, like, gets on my case for a bunch of stuff, but he says alrighty approximately a million times an episode. What else am I supposed to say? Not alrighty. Or I say, I realized I say, moving on. Moving on. Okay, but moving on is a more normal thing to say. You'll, like, enunciate alrighty. Like, alrighty. It's a place, uh, it's a thinker. It's like a word to say Wait, while I'm thinking. It's a thinker? I don't know. That's how your podcast drinking game every time Lucas that's so Alrighty. That's a good one. Yeah, take a Absolutely. shot. You'll be full on blacked out by the end of the episode. <laughs> okay, that should be a game that everyone plays while they listen. Is everyone take a shot every time I say alrighty? And now you either have to own it and just say it at every single transition you possibly can. Yeah. Or you gotta change. You gotta knock it off. There needs to, we're gonna make a segment called the alrighty segment. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually not a terrible idea. But, but what did it have to do with? I don't know. Alrighty, we'll figure it out. Alrighty, we'll figure it out. Yeah. Um, See, you actually just used it there. You, you weren't even fucking around. No, I did that on purpose. Oh, sure. Okay. Alright, so something I want to bring up real quick. Like, I don't understand why people don't pay for music. So, yeah. Kramer and I were at the pool. Do people yesterday. not pay for music? There are people that don't pay for music. And this was like the most annoying thing ever. And this is like a 100% like a first world problem. It's like on the same line as not paying for Amazon Prime. Fucking just, just pay the money. Like yeah. it, it makes so much sense. So it's like Kramer and I are at the pool yesterday and there's some idiot on the ox who's like playing music for the entire pool. And the guy clearly didn't have Spotify premium. So every two songs are being ad. Oh, and up. it's like the dude, I, I know who it was. It was a guy in our building and he was slurped. He was slurped. Was yeah. he playing good music at least? I mean, he had the Dua Lipa. Uh, okay. Soundtrack on, well, so it was like I, I was into it, but <laughs> I have yet to see your guys' pool. I need to come. I need to maybe next weekend because I'm going to be there. Next That's weekend. right. Yeah, no, you will be there. We're going to go to Loomis. We're going Wait. to Loomis, Oh yeah, Loomis rooftop. It's going to be dope. I know. I'm excited. I'm excited. Uh, yeah, you better dress it's up. So bring all sushi. Yeah, bring all your built shirts. All my built shirts. <laughs> <laughs> it's a so, built only party. It's a Sorry. built only. <laughs> you guys, actually, you guys cannot wear your built shirts. People are going to look down on you for wearing built shirts if you. What do you mean, why? We look... Okay. I'm in the freaking Henley right now. Come on, dog. Lucas. That's actually... That looks nice. We look so sexy. You're a rash guard. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's pretty much it. I'm in my rash guard. (laughs) But it's like this guy clearly didn't have Spotify premium and every couple of... Like, it'd be a Dua Lipa song and then like an AutoZone commercial. There's just so many commercials and I just don't understand. Like, Who are they advertising Roman? <laughs> if they were, I would have bought some. That would immediately apply to my eyeballs. Yeah, and then your face goes down. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, it's like, like, Lucas, what do we do about people that don't buy Spotify or Apple Music and then are insist on being on the aux? You take their phone out of the aux and you chuck it off the rooftop. <laughs> and then you plug yours in when you have your Spotify premium. <laughs> Honestly, I just think it should be a requirement. Like, you have to pay your taxes, you have to die at some point, and you also have to pay for music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree. And Amazon Prime. And Amazon Prime. The thing is, is 
How much is Amazon Prime? I don't even know because it just gets. I don't think about it. I just pay the money. It's year. It's once a year. I think it's maybe like forty bucks. I, I don't. You do, I, oh, you do the once a year thing. Oh, they've got monthly too on that. I think it's fifty. Oh, no, fifty for like the once a year or once every six months. To be fair, have you ever gotten an iPhone and then you're all of a sudden down the Apple slippery slope and all of a sudden you're signed up for yeah. Apple Music and then you're like playing on on Spotify and Spotify has the people made playlists and you're mm -hmm. like, Shh, wow, this is much better. But mm -hmm. then you go on iTunes and they're like, well, they have Drake Radio and it's like. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, I guess I'll just put. I'm gonna have to make the swap, like, exactly. not right now. I'm gonna use the rest of my month, but I'll swap like after the month. You exactly. Know? Exactly. But yeah, so those are just necessary things. Just necessary things. Like it. It should just be a requirement to mm -hmm. be an adult. Yeah, and that, and another thing is when you have Amazon Prime, you get the Amazon the TV. What's the? It's like Netflix. Fire Stick. No. Prime. Amazon Prime. Prime Video. The one where like. The boys is like yeah, the yeah. Amazon, 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 Amazon Prime yeah. video. Yeah, it comes automatically, and so now season two of The Boys came out. Superhero show. Yeah, fucking love it. Okay, I so watch. Do not spoil it. Don't don't, spoil don't you. I've only seen it. Only three episodes came out. Yeah, only yeah, three yeah. Okay, we actually found that up. So I have not seen The Boys season one, and you we just we it. just started watching it at the house. Kramer and I just started watching it. I'm really into it. And it was like, the way that Kramer described it, it's like, hey, it's a superhero show. It's really realistic. It's super good. It's also gory. And he said that, I'm like, huh, yeah, okay, whatever. But anyways, within the first 10 minutes, you see like a, a woman just get like obliterated. The thing is, is and it's I was not, not expecting it. It's not your traditional superhero show. It's realistic, it's corrupt. It's realistic, it's, you know, yeah. It, it puts a realistic spin on superheroes in the fame and the like celebrity aspect if there were such thing as superheroes and having abilities or whatnot. So um, it shows their deception and their manipulation, kind yeah. of like Nick on an everyday basis. <laughs> <laughs> so are you saying I'm a superhero? <laughs> Alright, let's not get carried away. What, what is my superpower then? Just manipulation and deception. <laughs> that and just being like overwhelmingly charming. Yeah, we'll go with that. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> but no, great show. See, I do that a lot too. I go, um, no, great, great, whatever. You don't do that. Who cares? It's fine. It's who you are. You use it in, it, it's weird. Like you don't realize how difficult it is to actually like record a podcast. Like it's, yeah. it's a different thing. Like as soon as you got the microphone in front of you, the whole world kind of shifts and you're like thinking about every single word you say. Mm -hmm. I just imagine the world shifting. shifting yeah. It's, it's like, it, it's shifting. like inception and everything just flips upside down. Yeah. We are levitating. We are standing on the ceiling right now. Yeah. Okay, so something else I want to bring up is like power move. Okay. Stuff. So there's this guy outside our building, and I see it like, all the time. Like a weird, no, nice no, no. flex. No, this is a cool flex, and this is something I wish I could do. There's this guy that has this awesome white Porsche, okay. and he parks in the fire lane outside our building oh, every single day, good, nice. and I always see a ticket. Nice fire hazard. Fire, yeah, I mean, the guy's an asshole. But he has a sure. Porsche, so it's okay. But he has a Porsche, and he clearly has a lot of money, and he always parks in the fire Does zone. Does he get tickets? Yes, there's always a ticket on, on his car. So th that means this guy parks in the fire lane in front of the building and just pays all these tickets because he doesn't want to have to park anywhere Here's else. the thing. That would give me so... That would ruin my life. Having these tickets in the back of my mind... I've had unpaid parking tickets. We kind of talked about the UCSD, but yeah. I've, paid, I've had actual unpaid for the real world outside of college parking tickets and not just because I can't afford them but because I just 
I choose to procrastinate and I choose to let them sit and I look at them like I'll put maybe put them like in the in the little cubby hole in my car or whatever mm-hmm. and I'll just look at them and they'll be staring at me and I'll be like fuck I gotta pay that but then I'll be like hold on I'm going to a rooftop to <laughs> drink some uh, cocktails drink yeah or parking ticket yeah yeah mm, not sure but it's like the other thing is like it'll be like a parking ticket will be like fifty dollars and I'll get all pissed about it but then I'll go to a rooftop and drop like two hundred and fifty dollars yeah. in drinks and be like ooh is what it is but like I don't know what it is it could be like the effort of logging onto the website typing in your ticket number okay or whatever it is. this guy clearly has fuck you money if he's consciously parking in a fire zone i wonder if he, he must have like an assistant that designates to paying these tickets yeah imagine if your job is to like wake up sign on your computer and pay all of your boss's parking tickets because oh, that's yeah. probably what's going on i'll park in every fire hazard situation that this just is literally normal. giving no regard kind of like nick wanting to park in the only no parking sign in the garage downstairs <laughs> honestly that was pretty funny of me like i am overwhelmingly charming. I do these funny things. So we get here, uh, Nick drove, and Taylor goes, yeah, park anywhere. And so Nick literally thinks he can park absolutely anywhere. So out of the whole parking garage, he goes to the one (laughs) spot that has a sign that says no parking. What was going through your head? Uh, See, this is where I'm trying to manipulate the situation and trying to seem smarter than I am. I I do dumb stuff all the time. And that was one of them. I don't know why. It's like I just pulled into the spot because it was like a spot. And I'm looking at the sign that says no parking. And I'm thinking like, can I park here? Like, is this okay? <laughs> he sees it as a yes parking yes, sign. Yes parking sign. <laughs> it's like, how, how can I get around whatever's on this side? Yeah. Like, hmm, Nick's I know parking, but like, for me. Nick's going to call from, from Nick. <laughs> So you said I could park anywhere, <laughs> but there's one place that says I can't park there. Can I still park there? <laughs> of course not. I don't know. Probably not. Like <laughs> Nick sees it as a sleigh queen park queen. <laughs> that's, that's literally me. I just call myself queen. It's exactly. Nicolette. Full Nicolette. Full Nicolette. Just driving his white Jeep. Yeah, my wife, I mean, okay, so I've been told that I have like a quote-unquote hot chick car. You have a basic, uh, I was gonna say bitch, but that's mean. Basic betch? Basic betch. Sure. With an E, <laughs> yeah, so that's less mean if you put an E in there. Basic betch. I do, but the thing is like, I definitely do have a hot chick car and I kind of dig it. It's on, this, it's on the same spectrum as like having a white Jetta. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> every, every hot girl in college had a white Jetta. Every hot girl at my high school had a white Jetta. <laughs> <laughs> Westlake. Yeah, Westlake, Agora, Calabasas. It's, it's like as soon as like a, a girl like gets into high school, like you, you go two ways. Like mm. You either get like a Toyota Camry yeah. or like a white Jetta. Well, do you think, is it the Jetta that makes them hotter or do you think the girls made a white Jetta of the hotter car, I guess? Mm. What if this is like a, 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 a deep state advertisement by VW where they're like, they sent mind waves into like hot girls across California and they're like, buy white Jettas. That's probably like, it. You can only be hot yeah. if you have a white Jetta. So it's like, That's you know, so there's like beauty Dude, standards. It could have been that they went from a, a seven to a, an eight just by having a white Jetta. It's that high school musical movie where they like pull off the glasses. They're like, this is you now, but this is you with a white Jetta. She gets out of the car, stick to the status quo. <laughs> yeah, that's 
that's right. I watched High School Musical. <laughs> hey, you got a beautiful singing voice, by the way. I think so too. My normal voice probably sounds like <laughs> shit, but my singing voice is on another level. On point. I mean, you kind of look like Zac Efron. That's right. The Mexican <laughs> brown <laughs> Zac. <laughs> Zack. Zack. Zeke. Zeke Efron. Zeke Efron. So good. Okay. French Zack Efron. But one of the things I want to talk about was uh, driving here. I started getting car sick in the back. By the way, when you bring your freaking table, I'm left to such a small area in your seat that I'm already a big individual and kind of lengthy. Trying to sit and maneuver in that back little small compartment that you put me in, the little cubby hole, it's not much fun. Okay, so is this, are, are you done complaining? I just started getting car sick and it reminded me of every single long car ride as a child. I got car sick and I would actually throw up. Would you throw up in the Any, So when I was from six years old to maybe 10 years old, any vacation that was drivable so that was over honestly just over an hour i would have, i would throw up whether we were going to disneyland palm springs big bear santa barbara i always throw up so did you bring like a bag with you to throw up in? yeah we would always have to bring a, a car sick bag for me i'm imagining you just have like this gallon ziploc bag that you just yarf in and then what like hang on my dad it. would have to start giving me his coffee cup and then it would overflow, and so we would have to just pull over. We would have to literally pull the car over. <laughs> oh my God. Go ahead. I was just gonna say, like, although it's it's not the same thing, but this just reminds me of driving back from every like big weekend. Mm -hmm. I feel like there's always like you have to pull over once to throw up. Yeah, I think I threw up so much in my toddler days that I don't throw up anymore. Okay, this is okay. This is contentious. We have before a video. we go into this. I do want to talk about one instance where I did uh, when I was younger. I got car sick. So we were on a vacation. We were going from I think Palm Springs to my brother's football game, and we were running late. And he was late for warm up or something. And so we get to the game in the parking lot. So my brother, like, he's literally has his pads on, he's holding his helmet. Before we even park, we're gonna just drop him off in front so that he could just get to, like, the warm-up or whatever. I already threw up. <laughs> I'm holding my throw up in a coffee cup. Oh, Jesus, God. I'm holding my throw up. He's in the back seat, I'm in the front seat. I don't know if I was young enough to be in a car seat still, but I don't know, whatever. I'm in the front seat. I think seat. you stop sitting in car seats when you're, like, two years old. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I so that I wasn't in was 15. <laughs> Lucas, you're one of those kids that got breastfed until they were like seven years old, right? Alright, no. <laughs> okay, let me finish my story. So, I'm sitting in the front seat, already threw up. It's in the coffee cup. My brother's in a hurry. He jumps over the seat, swings his helmet, and knocks my cup of throw up all over me. <laughs> And he goes, sorry, and then I roll down my window and I'm, I'm gonna get you for this! So that's been an ongoing uh, joke and memory. Um, so just, are, are you gonna ever get him for it? No, because he didn't give a fuck and... Yeah, I mean, just... your brother sounds like an alpha. Like he was like the star quarterback. He's really yeah. cool. He's having a, a baby. Like he, he peaked earlier in all in life. Oh, <laughs> contentious! I love you, Dominic. <laughs> I like how earlier today you you talked about how like my life has never been better because all right. So I I, I sent it to Lucas and I'll post it this week. Mm -hmm. uh, another high school Nick photo emerged this week. And oh. I just want to say that I was a Boy Scout in high school. So Nick was a Boy Scout. Wait, you were too, Taylor? Eagle Scout, maybe. I was uh, Eagle Scout go. too. Were you, bro? What's the? What's the hang on. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. They just did some handshake, oh, and then they got up and did some dance. 
there's like an exclusive membership there. There's an exclusive membership, uh, and then they circle jerked all over each other. <laughs> I have a fucking Nick, Eagle Scout card. In Nick my is wallet. showing me an Eagle Scout credit. Is this a debit card? I don't even know what it is. They Does gave Eagle it Scout to me. pay for stuff? They to gave this it day? to me, and I've had it. I also I'm looking through my wallet. I have a. Wait a minute, Nick. This originated. Oh, did it expire in 2012? I guess so. No, that's when it was issued. So Nick was a senior in high school, and he became an Eagle Scout. That's Good true. For you. Yeah, Good that's for you. true. Yeah, hey. Yeah, it's, it was tough. I'm not gonna lie. No, no, it's actually hard. It's a big. Look, I love this. I love Your friends this. are like, oh, you got Boy Scouts on Mondays. That's fun. I'm Bro, like, I had Boy Scouts on Mondays too. <laughs> well, Nick, well, Taylor was cool, so he yeah, can confirm yeah. that uh, this was a legit thing. You had to manipulate everybody into thinking that you weren't in the Boy Scouts. <laughs> yeah. Is this something you kept to yourself, or did you post pictures being in your Eagle Scout uniform? So there was like like three of us, and mm-hmm. we were all in Boy Scouts, and it was just like really low key. So we kept it pretty much on the down low, and then like when everything happened, mm. we were like, yeah, like congratulations, but then that was pretty much it. Yeah. yeah. It, it's no, it was a secret that I kept, and I didn't tell people about it. And I had like my oh. two friends in high school, and we'd all go to like Boy Scout meeting together, and it's like on the weekends we go camping and stuff, and like I know how to do all these like outdoorsy and like camping things because of Boy Scouts. And it was like I guess I've never gone camping with you, so I wouldn't know. I'm pretty dope, man. <laughs> the TLDR, Nick's pretty dope. I'm pretty dope. I guess the only thing I can relate to that is I did youth and government, but that was a kind of different Dude, situation. that is not as nerdy as Boy Scouts. Boy Scouts is nerdy as I mean, fuck. Youth and government, like a mock trial where you pick different roles to try to pass bills and you lobby and you're part of the Senate and like, that's kind of nerdy. All right, you know what? This actually this reminds me of something. When I was in high school, I went to Washington D.C. and it was sponsored by my current employer. And wow. I went. To- yeah. Oh shit! You're gonna have to bleep that. We're gonna bleep that. Yeah, but it was sponsored by my current employer, and it was their uh, consulting branch. Mm-hmm. And I did like a government and debate thing. Is that on your resume? Yeah, it was actually like my quote unquote high school resume. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Uh, Is it still on it? No, it's not so. Oh, okay. I got I got so much cool stuff on my resume now. I had, I had to drop out. I had to drop my high school uh, uh, accolades from my Nick's resume. Nick's resume is the size of a textbook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I'm just manipulating the hell yeah, out of this resume. Manipulating the whole um, interview. Do you want to hear a funny story from the youth and government? Did yeah. I tell you I got kicked out? <laughs> no, how did you get kicked out of youth and government, Lucas? So, okay, but I got reinstated like the following Oh my god. Because okay. manipulating. Oh yeah, you can open that. We're drinking Junshine and some Novas over here. But only Junshine. We are a Junshine podcast. Uh, I got Nova. At Junshine, please sponsor me. Uh, youth and government was essentially, it was a bunch of us, you go on a trip, so there's like two trips, they're called Bob 1 and Bob 2, you go and you stay in barracks, and then you learn about your roles, you study, and you like come up with bills, and then you have like a team, so like my role was I wanted to be a lobbyist, and at one point I actually did want to become a real lobbyist, but uh, that's not part of the story, but basically in the daytime, it was like, okay, you're, you're learning your roles, you're studying, you're doing whatever, but at nighttime, was they have like these different like themed parties. And so like glow party one night or like white party another night. And there was like animal print theme another night or whatever. And so we obviously snuck alcohol Obviously, yeah. But it had to be super low key. But I guess like one night we just didn't give a fuck. And we were all pre-gaming and obviously it's, the girls have their own barracks, guys have their own barracks. And so I think the girls were just pre-gaming in their room. 
but they didn't have anyone that had a higher up role in their barracks. Whereas in our barracks, we had like someone who was running for president of the whole delegation and the whole program or whatever, and then some other higher up roles. But pretty much we were drinking, pre-gaming, we finished our alcohol and we go to the dance. So they have a DJ and whatnot. And we're pretty hammered. And so next thing you know, I'm getting yanked by my shoulder by some random higher up security guard or something. He goes, come with me. And so a bunch of us got pulled outside. We were all so confused. They weren't telling us what was the issue, but clearly like in our heads, we knew. I'm sure you guys probably smelled like Smirnoff ice. Yeah, but essentially what happened is we all got busted. Someone ratted on us who was in our barracks, who was supposed to be our friends. They weren't drinking, but the whole time they were in the barracks hanging out with us, they weren't saying not to drink or they weren't saying, I don't think you guys should be doing that or blah, blah, blah. But what are that? They ratted on us. We were in Paso Robles, so all our parents had to come pick us up the next day. I obviously lied initially to my parents and said it wasn't me. I was just guilty by association. Um, but <laughs> I'm sure that worked like a charm. <laughs> well, my mom took me to get an alcohol test, which I didn't even know was a thing. <laughs> and it probably wasn't. She was just lying to me to get me to admit uh, guilt. But she took me to get a test. I still lied. Um, and then she said, like, the Lizaks admitted to their mom that they were drinking. So Lucas, is there anything you have to say? So finally I was like, fine, drink. <laughs> and so I then, we all had to go up in front of our whole delegation and say, apologize to everyone, say how sorry we were, you know, we- Hey, I- I'm sorry for partying. I'm sorry we're so cool at this youth and government thing that <laughs> yeah. we got kicked out for um, being cool. <laughs> I don't know, it was, it was interesting, but luckily uh, I apologized and then they allowed me to come back the following year. And then as we're going on the next trip, we're on the bus and they, they're like, Lucas, go say something to everyone on the bus. And so I go up as if I'm some type of spokesperson. <laughs> like, if you guys have alcohol, give it to me and I'll give it to the counselors. <laughs> oh yeah, give it to me. Uh, that was a joke that people were saying on the bus. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, I bet you want it. Lucas will quote unquote <laughs> dispose of the alcohol. Yeah, I was like still drunk from the night. Before. Good for you, Lucas. You were so cool in high school. <laughs> that was just a fun story. Uh, youth in government, YMCA. Yeah, so, I mean, is there anything else we want to talk about? Let's take a break and we'll come back. With Taylor. Taylor. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to take a quick break. Alrighty. Alrighty. Okay, we have an extremely special guest, Taylor. Taylor. What's up? How's it going? It's You're going. awesome. We're so happy to have you here. You know, Lucas, why don't you introduce who Taylor is? Okay, Taylor, the guy. The guy, yeah. Um, and that, okay, we're going to tell a we'll story explain about this that right story. after, but go for it. Okay, so Taylor, um, I've known you since like 2012, maybe. Yeah. Um, right. You were a mutual friend through Maxwell Husabi. Yeah. But after that, I mean, I just became friends with you directly. Yeah. Periodically, we'd hang out. You came to Gabby's place when we went to Coachella. You stayed there. Lena's Cella. Yeah, Lena's. Cella. It was essentially yeah. Lena's cello. You were there to see the crazy chicks that he brought. Uh, and yeah. Every, oh, and when uh, they all kicked them out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when they came with their big suitcases. And they were just like in. We like we all came back from Coachella, and they were just like kind of in the doorway as we were relaxing. <laughs> yeah. I remember Gabby was like. Who the fuck are these people? They were just like, oh, they They were like sleeping in their car or something. Uh, I don't know. Dude, sleeping in your car in Coachella Valley sounds like a death sentence. Sounds like a nightmare. But uh, you also came to that 4th of July party in San Diego. Wait, Uh, was that the one where you got evicted after? The one afterwards where you got evicted? Lucas, tell that story because I wasn't there for this. Okay. 
So Taylor can help me out with this. So I don't remember much of it. Um, <laughs> Shocking. I, it's funny because I enjoy. Do you want me to start so I can encompass? Yeah, your... Taylor, if you have more quickly, details, I'm quickly gonna do a TLDR and then you can go into the details because you obviously have more information than I do. But pretty much, I invited a lot of my friends from Los Angeles and they all came, and then I decided to uh, take a nap early on the day. But um, feel free to uh, explain. That was your. That's my TLDR. I don't know what else to tell you. You had a party and you took a nap, and then you got evicted the next day. I, I guess some of my friends started a fight with my neighbor. Okay, um, all right, all right. So I pretty much walked in, and it was you know regular party, saying hi to everybody. Mm-hmm. Everybody was just like drinking, having a good time. This is also before coronavirus. We want to always emphasize that. Very clarified. Yes. So. I don't really think we were like too rowdy, but it, it, it somehow got to a point where everybody like was out in the front. And then the neighbor next door had like a son that was kind of our age mm-hmm. and I don't know who got into it. And whoever was at our house knocked that guy out. Yeah. So knocked him out, like they, punched him? Yeah, just, yeah. Just hit him like two or three times and he was done. Okay, so all right, so you're at a party, and I'm assuming middle of the day on Fourth of July. So I think what happened was they were in the front um, of the driveway near the street, and yeah, I so think the party moved. Kind it was of everywhere. Split. It was clearly it didn't just stay in the backyard like it should have. It was uh, out of control. It, it was out of control. You were there, right? Yeah. There were literally like 200 people there. What? Yeah. That was not a big house. No. No, I mean, there was a decent sized backyard. All of us are shaking our heads. (laughs) Keep in mind, like, I was only subleasing a room before I was moving into Thunderbird. So it was just a temporary spot. I was only there for a month. I wasn't even on the lease. And I decided to be the the ringleader of this uh, Facebook event. So what happened was, after the guy got knocked out, this dad came out like irate, like, I'm going to call the police. Like what the F happened Mm -hmm. blah 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 and I swear this was the funniest all-time thing because we had kind of like backed off We like obviously the kid was like getting up and stuff and his dad was helping him up And we just all kind of backed off then this dad just kind of like Charlie Brown the curb (laughs) And hit his head and then he just got up all quick and was like who hit me? No we were all sitting there, we were like, no way, he just, he just did, he did just he cracked just knock himself out? in the I was going to say, did he knock himself out? I don't even know, it was like, it must have been like a one or two second knockout, but he popped right up and was like, who hit me? So then, at that point, I was working at a law firm, and I just, I thought I was the shit at that point. Like, <laughs> Honestly, like, lied to me, because I know like, you're above, you're above the law, you're just narrating the situation <laughs> yeah. as it's going on. I'm like, legally, we're in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> So I, I take every day we're like, I'm like, let's just go get Taco Bell. So we go get Taco Bell. <laughs> okay, so you knock a motherfucker out. Me then, personally, no. I'm, no. I'm, I'm just watching. Okay. Someone else did that. Someone knocks out a guy, you're in legal trouble, and your first thought is like, fuck this, let's get Taco Bell. Leave, <laughs> leave the scene. Yeah, it was definitely a leave the scene. There's moment. nothing a Crunchwrap Supreme can't do. <laughs> <laughs> we, we had Baja Blast on our minds, and that was it. So, so this is where the story story kind of catches up to me because we did our Taco Bell thing. What I heard when I came back is Lucas came out, talked to the neighbor. No, I wasn't. I never. I wasn't up. Then brought the neighbor in 
and told them that we were subleasing. I think someone did. Someone mentioned that we were subleasing, but I don't. I don't think it was me. And because other, I feel like I would have heard this from someone else. But it could have been someone else. Did someone? I think just mentioned that we were subleasing, and then so they got that stuck in their head, and they. I think they called the police or they contacted the landowners. Yeah, the landlord. So other than that, great day. Yeah, it sounds like a great party. party. They got their deposits back, so things could have gone way worse legally. <laughs> legally, uh, speaking, legally speaking, legally you're speaking. fine. Taco Bell solved everything. <laughs> well, I know you guys know uh, Ben 10, but I feel like this is the not not down. I love how we call him Ben 10. I know. And oh, it's like we he all hates it exactly. too. He hates it. Really? Wait, yeah. isn't that his Instagram handle? Uh, maybe he did like the thing where he's like owning it, but like it's still super. Yeah. <laughs> you just have to own stuff like that. Like whenever yeah. like people make fun of you, we've talked about this before. Oh, initially I hated being called Walter, but I mean, it's grown on me now. It's just yeah. a part of who I am. It's that, or it's like, you know, now I'm going to make the joke that I'm just manipulative. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like, that's just the thing about me now. But yeah. what's wrong with Ben 10? That was, that guy was the That coolest. guy was this. That was the coolest superhero ever. He could transform into all those like aliens like via his wristwatch. And we talked about watches before. Yes, we have. Honestly, so would you rather have the watch that stops time or the Ben 10 watch? The thing is, is I never watched Ben 10, so I don't know what his watch is. He can turn into like monsters. Yeah, he's like dope. Yeah. And then all the monsters have like different characteristics. So he has like so much versatility. Stopping time is probably a better ability. Yeah, I'm not actually fighting. I don't know if I want to turn into a monster. Yeah. Yeah. I'm already a monster occasionally when I (laughs) do. So we don't need to turn that's, into one. That's a fact. But practicality was not a part of my childhood. So honestly, if I would, I would hit the Ben 10 watch okay, any day when I was You know what? I had this conversation this morning. Fuck practicality. Fuck pragmatism. Fuck being realistic. Nick is and, going all right, off this right is, now. This is a go off king moment. So we're at breakfast with our friends and one of our friend is like, hey, I've actually been thinking about getting a Tesla, but you know what? I, I don't know if it makes too much financial sense. I think I'm just going to get a Prius. And I said, Shut the fuck up. <laughs> you dare do that. And I'm like, you know what? You're 25. You have a good job. You got an awesome girlfriend. You got a great lease. Buy the Tesla. Just get the Tesla. Who cares? It's going to be a little bit more money, but just get the Tesla because you're going to be happy with the Tesla and you can flex and say that I'm a Tesla owner. Like, there's, there's no You can't reason. really flex and have a Prius. No. Yeah, no. Come on. Does your Prius drive itself? We're too young to be thinking this realistically. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I want to be as unrealistic as possible. Part of this podcast is like doing unrealistic things just for the the sake of it. Yeah. And remember, so you picked me up last weekend um, from like a Tesla the charging yeah. center. <laughs> yeah. How cool was that area? It was so cool. And it was also funny because it's like a bunch of Teslas charging and then I pull up in my Jeep Wrangler and I'm like blasting music and just like yelling at Lucas to get and in the back. you just clearly don't belong. I did not belong there. <laughs> it's a different type of person to yeah. driving a Tesla. For sure. But I no, I'm like dead ass about that. Like I think at our age, we should not be thinking so critically. You should just do things to be happy. Because if you're not going to be happy now... We should like, not be uh, rational human beings, you're saying? Being rational is overrated. <laughs> I think that's the thing. And it's like my rational side is an accountant, but my actual like beliefs is that we should go for things. I think Taylor would, Taylor would agree to that. I mean, I don't know if this is like just me, but does anybody feel like adulthood just like crept up on you really quick and all of a sudden like your responsibilities are like way more yeah. like, important than Yeah, than, I just like, don't really feel practical? I don't feel like an adult, but like I technically am an adult. Okay, we're 25. We are fully adults. Oh, 100%. But the thing is, I don't feel like, I agree with the, what you mean. Like, 
I I know that I am of legal age, but I do not feel like an adult. Yeah. yeah. I think even our parents would argue that like they don't feel like adults. I mean, I mean, I, I was gonna say they adults. have they have adult children. So <laughs> yeah. I would say at some point you oh, probably sing uh, something. Yeah. yeah. Another thing I want to talk about was so Nick kind of always gives me shit about the video that I did for your birthday. Um, I don't give you shit for it. Well, you it. claim it's a TikTok, and it wasn't a TikTok. It it's, was a a normal... TikTok. it's a TikTok. I don't know why he keeps doing this, but yeah, it's a TikTok. The thing is, is I didn't I, I don't disagree with that, though. Yeah, I mean, it kind of was, it was cut, like, like if you had done it on TikTok, it probably would have been easier. Dude, it was, but it's a TikTok. He took the time. Honestly, it was splendid. He was the only one who did, like, a, a show of it, you yeah. know? Everybody was like... I'm on happy birthday. I made it like an actual thing. I went on my balcony. I propped it up. This is a bad visual. You have to explain what you did. Well, we're going to post the video. We're going to uh, post the whole story. No, but- he went, oh, Taylor. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> like, he, like, recognized him for the first time. He's like, whoa. Yeah, I know. Hey, Listen, Nick. My girlfriend got a bunch of those videos, and it was a tier category. Did I not kill it though? Like, come on. Yeah. One of the coolest girlfriends ever because that was such an awesome. Lucas idea. made first seed. He hit the first place. That was, that was the goal. The first off, it was the opening. I mean, who else would like if I saw that? Honestly, midway through the video, I'd be like, what the fuck you know, is I this chose guy that as the opening though because there was a lot of other people that came into play and okay. said. Lucas gets the opening. I'm, I'm flattered. I'm flattered. You got the opening. There was yeah. like a hundred submissions. Well, you want a hundred submissions? God, I Taylor, you have so many friends. I know. Look at you, Mr. Popular. I don't no, know. I don't I'm just like is. a really cool <laughs> I was like, who was the first person you ever talked to in middle school? Okay, let me reach out to them. Like anyone he'd ever talked to, I was like, hey, he's a new you, you like you message says like waiter at Chili's like yeah, hey. Exactly. Yeah. Well, the funny that being said, he got the first video. Well, you reached out and I was like, fuck yeah, I'm gonna make a video. Like, and he made a TikTok and it was great. He was like, he had his foot up. He's like, Taylor. Yeah, I was like reading a book. I had my uh, spectacles. I, I had my spectacles on and everything, uh, pretending as if I was reading, and uh, all of a sudden Taylor just pops up out of nowhere. <laughs> okay, wait. All right, so you know we're talking about Taylor. I want to tell a funny story about Taylor. Okay. And this Can is I leave? no, it, it's it's not bad at all. So what happened is before we met Taylor. So I met Taylor at Coachella, and but before we met him. Lucas made a group chat for a bunch of people, and in the group chat, everyone's saying hello, and I knew almost everyone, but there was this random number, Mm -hmm. and the random number is like, hey guys, my name's Taylor, I'm so excited to have fun with you, like, we're gonna have a great weekend, and I don't know why, but all of us were completely- Why do you make me sound like a camp counselor? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we talked about how we were Boy Scouts before, so I wouldn't be shocked. But it's like, you were talking, and all of us were convinced that Taylor was a girl because I mean Taylor it's a unisex name it is like, a unisex it can go name. both ways but I think I just never specified which I probably should have hey my guy friend Taylor is gonna come to Coachella you guys have never met yeah. him, but he's dope he's a good time Lucas I think never I just, specified so we all were expecting to I wasn't meet Taylor being a host. well for many reasons but we were all expecting <laughs> to meet Taylor <laughs> what are you talking about I invited 15 of my friends you to... also invited Linus who invited other people right, maybe <laughs> Linus should have been left out of that chat no. okay continue are continue. you kidding we always need Linus in no, the, in the group. He yeah. creates um, entertainment. Did I ever tell you guys that I, I linked up with Linus in Hawaii? Yeah, he told me. Wait, what? We were, we like, were at the Kapalua. Uh, me and Veronica went to the Kapalua, and then I just I'm sorry gonna, you had to endure Linus. I just <laughs> <get> <laughs> the end. Like, Dude, I'm here. And I'm like, 
Hell yeah! <laughs> I guess after Coachella, everyone like followed you on Instagram or whatever. Yeah. So you must have seen on your story that you were at the same uh, hotel he was in Hawaii. Oh shit! I didn't. I didn't finish my story. So it's like we all thought Taylor was a girl, but then we all show up at the house, and all of a sudden there was this dude, and he's like, "Hey guys, I'm Taylor," and we're like, "Oh, mind blown! It's a guy." You guys were all nice like, uh, "So how do you know Lucas?" <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind that as much. Honestly, the only thing that bugs me is when I get an email to miss no what. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you actually get that? Oh yeah, all the, like all the time too. And it's like, guys, this is a super normal name for guys, and <laughs> you're just on your laptop, and you get super pissed, and you're just like, and you just send a really drastic email. To you just go full Karen. Yeah, you go full Miss Nobled on this. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so tell us, what are you up to these days? I haven't seen you in a while. So it's nice to finally see you. It's been, I think, what was the last time I saw you? Was that Outside Lens? That was over a year ago. That no, was that can't be the last. Yeah, I don't think that's right. Uh, no, we saw each other at Thanksgiving. At um bogeys. Yeah. Yeah, bogeys. Okay, so that talk about not not down is when you get a text from Lucas Ward that hey, you want to meet up at bogeys? It's like <laughs> <laughs> not not down. Not <laughs> it's like you don't actually want to meet up, but you're like fuck it, I probably should. The fact that bogeys became the meetup spot the Wednesday. What the before. hell is bogeys? So we're gonna go to Stonehouse, the winery. Yeah, it's connected to Bogey, so it's all owned by like, the same person. It's a hotel slash restaurant slash winery slash nightclub, but it's a bunch of different things. It's but. just like a ten in one, like that shampoo exactly. conditioner, uh, olive oil. It's like your Don yeah, Dish. Yeah. yeah, Don Dish soap. Yeah, yeah, you're, yeah. So you'll see it, Bogey's. It's a nightclub, but it's kind of known as like the. Club that all the milfs go to. Here, oh, milfs. Lucas, I'll take it. So I worked at Stonehouse. Uh, so I was a pizza chef, and then I was also a pizza, <laughs> a pizza chef. Okay, it was legit. I learned how to cook. Okay, I got my own chef knife and stuff. Those pizzas are fire. I'm not gonna lie. I don't know about now because I'm not there. But <laughs> so when you were there, you made that a one pizza. Mwah. They were splendid. <laughs> Yo, wait, do you know how to throw the pizza in there? Oh yeah, the whole the whole night, oh. take that, the whole shebang. <laughs> take me to pizza night. <laughs> Spinning it on one finger. We knew bogeys as the wrinkle room. And oh, it was. <laughs> I mean, it was a lot. Like, you go. What in, do you mean, wrinkle room? Uh, older. Older MILF associates. Because I would rather, I would more so say that it's the Botox room. That it's just filled with probably a little bit of both. We're talking specifically hands, because you can't fix those. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you can tell by hands. Do people Botox their hands? No, no, no. I don't think like, you can. That's, that's what I heard is the way to tell like uh, age is elbows or hands. Because they don't right? Botox their hands. But yeah, so it's what you imagine, you know, middle age, like 40 to 50 year old, either divorcees or, you know, women that maybe are doing something else on the side, having a little side project. I think you have to look at the clientele, you know, you got North Ranch, you got Sherwood, big money. Yeah. What is there to do? Nothing. Yeah. So I know. you go to bogeys and pick up younger men? No, Me personally, no, but. <laughs> <laughs> um, my friend said, Lucas, I started your mom at bogeys. And then I told my mom, mom, you're never going to bogeys again. <laughs> you're absolutely never going to bogeys Wait, does again. your mom go to bogeys? She did a couple times. Like she went, there a couple times. There's She's, certain times where it's like not, it's not like that. Yeah. If you were to hit it at like six or seven o'clock on a Wednesday <laughs> afternoon, sure. 
Nick, okay. I'm telling you factually, you can get some free drinks. Are you kidding? <laughs> with with how hard my nipples are popping through my shirt, so I feel like it's so many. Nick spilled on his shirt, and it was right around his nipple area, and it looked like he was lactating. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm also wearing a pink shirt, so like you can just see right through it. Yeah, so even more feminine. Nicolette in the wild. Nicolette in the wild. Honestly, I was thinking, because when you talked to me, I kind of had to think back, you know, when's the first time I met Lucas? Oh, yeah. Like, you know, I was trying to think back. Lucas is kind of one of those people that just, uh -oh. like, uh, appears, you know? <laughs> you and your friend look at each other and I'm like, fuck, dude, what, what are we going to do? And then just a wild Lucas will appear yeah. behind you. And That's like, so true. Hey, let's go do this. And then all of a sudden, Lucas is now, like, part of your... Part of, your, part of your life. He yeah. just appears and he's like this figure and you don't forget him. So the funny thing is, is like in high school, I had my family friends. I had like my high school friends, strictly Agora. But then I also had like my family friends went to different schools. And so I would make friends with their high school friends. And so if there was never anything going on at my high school, I would hit up my family friends and see what events or parties are going on. Over fucking there. social butterfly over <laughs> um, here. Lucas was the kind of person where like you, you'd run into someone, they'd be like, hey, who do you know here? And you could just be like, Oh no, Lucas Huerta. You'd be like, oh yeah, he's over there. Like, oh, and then yeah. you, you hear me in the distance. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> One of those instances of parties that we were at together was in high school. And, you know, Max had told me, hey, like, come over here. And then there was a bunch of beer pong drinking games. And I specifically remember a comment that you made while we were playing beer pong. And I was just having an off game. I was not hitting a single cup. I think I was trolling. And it was me and my buddy, and we were playing you and maybe, like, I don't know, Maxwell or someone. But I was just not hitting a cup, and you're like, what the fuck, Lucas? I saw you as this uh, beer pong king. You said something along those lines as you're not hitting a single cup. This isn't what I imagined you playing beer pong. And I was like, what the fuck? I'm supposed to be, like, uh, the high school senior who's uh, making every beer pong shot. And then here's uh, this sophomore is telling me that, like, I suck at beer pong. That's what happens when you look good on a resume, but... Hey, yeah. this is all about manipulating your image. <laughs> and that's what I, I keep preaching. You manipulate so your I image. Should've, so I should have cheated? Lucas, yes. you were lying. Okay. You yeah. should have cheated. You should have manipulated. You should have made every excuse in the book. I should have been uh, reaching over, not uh, minding my elbows. Yeah, um, just honestly, who cares? Just maintain that image. You know, over. I do want to touch on that. What? Like... Lucas, yeah, you could be the shithead on the podcast, but it's not like you're talking to anybody's face. You're talking to a, a computer no, screen. Yeah. If you were to like go up to somebody brand new and just like <laughs> your entire life, on them, <laughs> you, they would be like, they "All right, yeah," and this it's is like, a lot. you know, well, yeah. I feel like that would be any anybody would do that, and like I feel like you kind of have to work into it. Well, like, the thing is, is you have to realize like a podcast is meant for entertainment. So at the same time, I'm being my honest self, but at the same time, we're appealing to our listeners. Of course. And like, there's something like very important is before we started the podcast, um, we researched how to do a podcast and how to be good hosts. And a piece of advice that we took that we bring to every episode is be 110% of yourself. So on the podcast, we are the most concentrated versions of our personality. So maybe in person, I'm manipulating into. Okay, yeah, maybe in person. Whereas the podcast, I'm my true Satan-like yeah. self. <laughs> um, it's, it's just like on the podcast, we are exaggerated forms of ourselves. Yeah. So even like the way we speak and pronunciate things, and like the way we discuss topics, Ugh. is different from how we are in real life. Lucas is 110 percent of the burps. You're so fucking gross, dude. That's so disgusting. It's so nasty. Dude, what do you want me to do? It just happens. 
Um, just fart it. Just yeah, put it the other way. Fart. You guys have only been going to the bathroom every 10 seconds. <laughs> As I mentioned before, I got a tiny little bladder. But that was a funny joke. It uh, wasn't a joke, but yeah, okay, it was funny. Okay, um, we're not going to talk about bladders. Wait, one thing. So back- <laughs> He's like, wait, about that bladder issue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's dive into this. Yes. <laughs> Actually, just research. So, <laughs> so going back, uh, probably, yeah, like... Fourth of July, we had our Fourth of July, but actually, mm-hmm. the night before, that was when me and my girlfriend got back together. Oh, yes, yeah. I remember yeah. this. Well, because you were telling me, like, I've been talking to like my ex-girlfriend from high school, so we'll FaceTime, like this and that, and you were like, we might even get back together. In my head, I'm like, okay, Taylor likes to talk himself up a lot, he likes to talk a lot of game. He's probably not gonna get back with his girlfriend. <laughs> this might be a figment of his imagination. But, lo and behold, you guys are strong, you guys are together. I well, mean, it was actually, like, because we had gotten to the point where we had been doing the, like, talking and not Will talking. they, won't they you know kind I mean? of thing, yeah. And then I had gotten to the point where I was just like, you know what, I gotta cut it off, I just gotta move on. And then I had stopped talking to her. And look, that alone takes a lot of strength because a lot of people, they can't do that. Yeah. So, I mean. I, I was just like, you know, I, I don't need to go on, like, the round and around. Mm-hmm. And so, I hadn't talked to her for two months. And then July 3rd, I get a text from her best friend like, hey, what are you doing for 4th of July? And I was just like, okay. I'm in San Diego. <laughs> wow. Sudden, I get like... So I was like kind of a part of that because I invited you to San Diego. Yeah. Then she drops everything and comes down to San Diego. Yeah. And then sure enough, hey, I'm over at Firehouse. Like, what are you doing? I was like, I'm in line. <laughs> 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 what are you up to? <laughs> and I can see that it's like you're just like drunk and lying at a bar, just being like, "Oh yeah, this is gonna be my night." And that was the same night. So I get into Firehouse, and I'm just like, you know, trying to be like, "Oh cool, like I'll oh the yeah. first round." You know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. All the usual. Meanwhile, you're checking your bank statement. Be like, "All right, hey, hang on, I got a call." Jose Corvo. Yeah. <laughs> like scheming with the bartender, like, please make me look cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got pickpocketed my wallet and my phone that night. What? No way. And so, I don't know. I feel like I remember you had some phone issue. Or I, I got lucky enough because I had given Ben my actual ID. Oh, okay. And I oh, used my passport to get in. And so I didn't lose my passport, and he stole my ID. So, you might have been 20 uh, around that time. No, I was 21. Oh, Ben was the one who had ben used was the big like ID. almost 21. He was like 19, and we're yeah. bringing him out to bars. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like with her, and I'm like trying to just be cool, you know, but I just lost my entire life out of my <laughs> yeah. pockets. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, dude, someone just stole my, you know, everything. My, my phone and all that, yeah. Not a big deal. So she, she goes on Find My iPhone, and I log in, and we start beeping it, and I'm just sitting there, and all of a sudden I hear, beep, 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 beep. I turn around, there's this guy, cargo pants looking guy, you know? Mm-hmm. He's got all the pockets. He's got all this. the pockets. Wait, this yeah. was at the bar? At the bar. Wait, how did you even hear it? Because usually they play, like, loud music or something. Dude, I don't know. It was, like, on the outside patio area. No way. Because we, we were like tracking it, we couldn't hear it, and so we went outside, and this guy next to me, and I like bent down, and I was just like hearing it, and I was just like, looked at him, and I was like, that's my phone in your pocket. And the guy just was like, oh, this phone? Oh, I was about to turn it in. Oh, and yeah. I was just like, dude, get out of here. I'm like, oh, do you have my God. wallet? Oh, oh, no, no, no. I was like, but did he have it? I don't know. 
It didn't matter. I had like twenty five dollars in my bank. <laughs> I got I got alerts all July four. Your account's been declined. Your account's been declined. Your card's been declined. Your card's been. I'm like, yeah, you robbed from a poor person. Yeah. I don't know what you expected. <laughs> what an asshole. That yeah. sucks. I've never been pickpocketed before. Um, but. but it's funny because like you you were supposed to be staying at like my place. Like you were supposed to sleep on the couch. Uh, but meanwhile, like you got all quaffed up in like a nice hotel room and everything. <laughs> quaffed up. Quaffed up. Yeah. Like, I, I know what the quaff is. Yeah, yeah quaff. no, I know what you mean. Rico Suave. He's Rico Suave, but it just sounds funny. Yeah, quaff, quaff boy. I need, to, I need to post a Rico Suave clip. I'll do that. I'll do, do you that have a bit. video of me Rico Suave? I do, but do you? you I, know, I was gonna say I don't think you want me to. Post you can send it. it to me first. Yeah. <laughs> so Taylor, we had like what, what I thought was like a really good conversation before we started recording. So you, you were talking about that, like you smoke weed. Yeah. And oh um, yeah. And it's like. It's a thing in California where it's legal, but people have like very different opinions. There's still on like it. a stigma against like smoking weed, especially like parents. They think it's a bad thing for their children or young kids to be smoking. But it's like, well, no, it helps with paranoia, it helps with anxiety, stress, and all these different things. And so it's become kind of just a common thing that people do to cope with, I don't know, work and their daily life. So. Anything. It, and it's just become to the point where like, I believe it's equivalent to drinking alcohol. I would even say it's, no, it's better. I mean, it's not, yeah. drinking alcohol actually has evidence that it affects your liver negatively. Like, okay, but you're smoking, that affects your lungs negatively. True, true. Look. I'm not a doctor. This might be surprising to you guys, but I'm not a doctor. <laughs> I'm shocked. But go ahead. What I've heard is there's there's no tar in it, so it's more of a mucus in your lungs. Whereas nicotine, there's yeah. tar. Yeah, yeah. Because they put all kinds of shit in Not necessarily in nicotine, but cigarettes. Or cigarettes, yeah. And stuff. Obviously, there's the nicotine. You know, I don't necessarily blame uh, how society kind of has that negative connotation on weed mm -hmm. because it, it, it is hard to go back from a stigma you would need a generational difference to kind of have that reset but you look and we're not talking about addiction because you could be addicted to anything we're not downplaying the fact that people can still get addicted to smoking weed we're just saying that if you need something to take the stress off or to you know help you uh, with your daily life. I was talking to Taylor before. There's this show on Netflix called Midnight Gospel and it's by it, it's it's made by the person that does Adventure Time. So it's these like really trippy cartoons, but the show is a visual podcast. So in the show it's like these two characters and they're going on this kind of crazy adventure through this like weird LSD trip essentially. But it's a conversation between two people. So on the first episode, the guest is Dr. Drew Pinsky, who is this addiction specialist. And he said something that I thought was really profound and I think about a lot. Mm -hmm. He's like, drugs aren't inherently bad. All a drug is, is that it is a chemical compound. What makes it insidious is our relationship with this chemical compound. Mm -hmm. So you, you have these things and you know, like marijuana, THC, like it can be bad, mm -hmm. but it's not like an evil element. It's how people interact with that element. Yeah. So we've now gotten to a point in society and in life where you are able to interact with that element in a safe way and it could be beneficial to people. But that doesn't mean it's like always going to be that way. Like some people take it too far the same way that people take alcohol too far. Mm -hmm. So it, it is like going to take time for people to accept this chemical element as something that isn't evil. 
Well, and again, kind of what I was touching on is the fact that it comes from a negative place. You know, it Mm -hmm. came from an illegal, illicit drug, right? Yeah. And then let's say, I mean, all of you guys, you know, you went to high school, you knew people who smoked, but what were they getting? Like plastic bags full of weed and what were they using for it? Medicinally? No. No. They were trying to get hot. Yeah. And so that's the stigma. It's like everybody kind of looks at those, those people. It's like, oh, they were just trying to get high. So then when they actually looked at it and they found out that it can actually help a lot of different illnesses and and diseases and stuff, it's like you're backtracking on the negative idea that people used it to get hot. That's why I think it's good that it became legalized so people could feel okay using it medicinally, whereas it kind of seemed like a gateway drug before it was legalized. Yeah, of course. It, again, like I just want to go back to that point of like, it's a relationship. So the same way, like you can have a healthy relationship with alcohol where, you know, you have a drink at the mm. end of the day or something like that, the same, but it's like, you can take that too far. And I think it's the same thing with marijuana. Mm-hmm. And the other thing I want to point out, I really don't like weed. I don't so, smoke it. I do not like it i voted against actually legalizing it when it was on the ballot in california just because i really really don't like it yeah so i just i not that i don't like it i obviously have smoked marijuana it's a hit or miss with me sometimes when i smoke it with friends or whatever i have a great reaction and i have a good time and other times i like i get paranoid and i get in my head a little too much you get in your feelings i get in my feelings and i'm real quiet that's when you know i'm high is when i don't say words yeah i was gonna say lucas does not get very quiet that often exactly occasional smoke of the joint or a weed pen is you know smoke of the joint i sound like, <laughs> I sound like a parent yeah. I sound, do you have any marijuana that's any of that ganja yeah i think it's one of those things that again you're you're saying like oh just a hit of a joint but they've taken the time to scientifically break down what what that weed is going to do to you what how it's going to affect you what the Mm -hmm. THC level like you can get something super low THC that just kind of mellows you out or something like that but if you're just like hitting a random joint or something like that sure yeah you could have someone who smokes every single day who who needs that super high THC tolerance Mm -hmm. and you're just going to take a rip of one and you're just going to be like lost in your mind space cadet yeah Fucking space cadet. One thing that I did want to what? touch on is the, um, you know, I've heard forever, you know, weed is not addictive. Mm-hmm. And, you know, necessarily that may be true, but the reason why kind of alcohol and, and weed, in my mind, align themselves together is basically, scientifically, it's a release of dopamine into your brain. Okay. So when you drink, you are literally just like, that makes you feel better. Mm-hmm. That's your dopamine. That's your happiness level. So when you drink a ton, you're constantly still releasing that dopamine, right? Okay. Let's say you smoke a ton, you're constantly releasing that dopamine. So in the morning, uh, something like cocaine is is an insane dopamine release that yeah. will literally ruin your brain because it's so much dopamine, it'll it'll start to split your brain. Mm-hmm. And so that's why that is like inherently super bad. But alcohol and weed do really low dopamine le- levels, right? Uh-huh. But when you wake up, your body is now expecting you to do the exact same regimen that you have done. So every day, they're expecting you to produce that dopamine by smoking, what, eight, 10 rips out of your bong or drinking a 12 pack or doing that. And so your body, in order to protect your brain and not ruin it, mm-hmm. it will, won't produce dopamine that day. Interesting. So okay, then when so you that's... wake up, your happiness is simply supplied on whatever you're doing. Yeah. It's not, so your sunsets are gonna look 
dismal in comparison to your body producing its normal dopamine. Mm-hmm. If, if you're drunk or high, you may see that same sunset, but that's the dopamine that's being released. So anyone can say like, particularly weed is not addictive. Yeah, but you're addicted to the dopamine that, mm-hmm. that it's giving your body each and every day yeah. in order to feel good. And you, you know? start to become dependent upon, exactly. I guess, that expectation that like the sunset's going to look better if I smoke. Well, the same effects can happen from being on your phone and going on social media. Like Scientifically speaking, the same dopamine is released when you, you have that, I don't know, side effect. Well, it's, it's that, and it's like, you know, you start to realize how much you depend upon these kind of random things. So at least for me, like I become fully aware of how much I depend upon my phone to yeah. get through the day. Yeah. And it'll be something like today, I had to drive up to LA, and as soon as we took a break and got to Lucas's place to pick him up, the first thing I did was check Instagram. Yeah. And it's like, I had been waiting to open up Instagram for an hour and I was Was driving. this prior to honking the horn, or was this after? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, okay. We didn't explain We can before. touch on that after. <laughs> sorry, sorry we're so uncivilized. Yeah, uncivilized. <laughs> born in a barn. I mean, look, I think there's nothing wrong with smoking weed if it's going to be used for positive reasons. For me, you know, the one thing I kind of got worried about was the COVID aspect. Okay. And so with drinking, you know, there's a difference between being an alcoholic and being a problem drinker. Mm-hmm. At the same time, there's a difference between a full on like addicted to weed or just like a problematic smoker. Yeah. A lot of that is just based off of boredom and unfortunately we've been stuck in seven months. I mean, thank God for Tiger King and for that chunk of time, it wouldn't surprise me that, that more people than not just kind of like fell into mm-hmm. that cycle of the day, I think. Yeah. Well, and alcohol. I think the alcohol, yeah. Yeah. there was a surge in alcohol sales. My no, God, for, there was a commercial a huge, yeah. that was like, do you have the COVID like blues drink up <laughs> this is our like wine box that will send you like every two weeks i'm like really good. that's the marketing we're going like, for good. and that sounds like hey like do you hate your life try heroin <laughs> yeah for real it's just interesting like what this time alone and being stuck inside can bring out in people so i want to say is like you're clearly in a long-term relationship how was it like being in this pandemic and being quarantined and having to live with each other what, okay, did you live with each other before? Yeah. Yeah, about two and a half years we've been living together. Mm-hmm. Okay. Explain how, like, what that's been like. Um, um, you know, it's definitely a learning curve. Uh, I think if anybody spends 24-7 with someone for six months, you're going to drive each other crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One of the things that kind of has helped us is just awareness of your situation. I think, I think a lot of people attribute, like, their entire day as just one day. Um, and, and very tunnel vision look at it and like the only person that you can be upset about is the person who's in front of you, you know? Mm-hmm. And so that was a big part of like, oh, I'm so upset, I'm so upset right now. And then just like, well, she's probably not having a great day. We did nothing today but watch TV and sit, sit in our, our apartment, you know? Mm-hmm. It's, I think it was the understanding or like the awareness that this situation sucks no matter what and being able to move forward. But yeah, I mean, there is... Look, it's power to you. I'm clear. I couldn't do that. I was going to say, Lucas, you live alone. I live alone. You don't love it. I was living with roommates before, and I I even tell them all the time, if we were quarantined together, I'd probably (laughs) have killed you guys all by now. Brandon and I are so good. Well, most of the time, I'm not even there. Okay, that's the thing. Like, we have separation because he has to go to work, but... 
Um, look, it, like that's hard being around someone like that much time. Well, it's, it's weird because like you love this person <laughs> and you're like together, but like you're both human beings. You have your wants, desires, needs. You have your routine, your values, whatever. And Plus, so, like that's that's saying we're a hundred percent. You know, nobody was hundred percent during all that. Everybody was probably like twenty percent, just like that COVID blues, like mm-hmm. getting wine bottles delivered yeah. <laughs> to go from working in an office for um, at least eight hours a day to now being at home with your significant other during that time, you're bound to run into issues or obstacles that you have to overcome or to realize. And so those that can overcome those obstacles and, you know, work around it, power to you. So it was especially tough for me this year because all of last year I was just finishing up school. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, I didn't really work and then trying to find jobs like all at the beginning. And so right at like the end of January, I had the job that I have now working marketing. And then I had another job at Malibu one hikes and that was like my weekend job. So I used to, I used to like exercise and like walk and go see all these exotic animals. And, and like, that was just like the perfect weekend for me. That sounds Mm. sick. Right after I got both of those, it was like two weeks later, everything was gone. Although my allergies would be off the rails. I think I might be allergic to giraffes. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't told anybody in case they like take me away because I love I love the giraffe, but like yeah, my Dude. hands get all peely. Oh, <laughs> that sounds like a problem. Wait, do you pet the giraffes? So it's funny. A lot of a lot of guys <laughs> who work at Malibu Wine Safaris and Malibu Wine Hikes, they're all like white uh, brunette guys with friends, beards. And so his name's Stanley. Stanley doesn't really recognize that a bunch of people work there, but he loves this super guy. And it's just this white guy with, with a beard and a brunette hair. And there's like 30 of us. And so every time he sees us, it doesn't matter if it's your first day, but like if you, you met the specifications, he, he will lick your like, so he looks on your weird, face. Yeah. yeah. He, he just like loves this one. He's grown it up into his mind as like this super person. Yeah. Like the best one who feeds him. <laughs> Like every 20 minutes, he just does the loop super quick. It all leads to food. Yeah, I, yeah, I mean, it's definitely connected to food. But that, like, I'm sure that feels good to have this giraffe lick your face and, like... But really, it's all gone now, you know? Yeah, it's yeah. all gone. Uh, hopefully, when this is all over, we can uh, bring back all those. But it was great having you on the podcast, man. Yeah, thanks for yeah. having me. Dude, um, this was so much fun. What did you expect? Were you nervous or were you excited or what? No, I mean, I feel like it's just talking to you. It's normal, yeah, exactly. It's, it's always an adventure talking to Lucas. So. <laughs> yeah. It's an adventure. I was braced for the... <laughs> oh, Nick, do you want to tell Lucas uh, about our fun trip to the fries? This was actually really cool. Okay, we <laughs> really got to bring, yeah, yeah. bring this up. So uh, before we like started recording, we ha- were having issues with our uh, audio interface. Yeah. And Taylor and I went to Fry's to try and buy a new one. Mm-hmm. And as Taylor told me before, because he's been to this Fry's, he's like, every Fry's Electronics has a theme. And this location's theme is Alice in Wonderland. So And Taylor was really hyping up Fry's. He was really hyping like, up. But we like walk in. And like, I shit you not, there's these gigantic, like 40 foot statues of Alice in Wonderland characters. And like all the tables where they have like the laptops and the, the phones and stuff are like mushroom tables. Jesus Christ. And it's just like, 
it was like the it was like a, a parallel universe almost because we're walking around and it's this gigantic store and there's like zero employees. <laughs> and so we're like, I told you you were gonna find two employees. Yeah, we find. And then we found an employee and he was on one of those little uh, <laughs> fucking scooter things. What do you call it? Oh, the really uh, Yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ! Not a Segway. Segway. No, no not a Segway, but like, <laughs> yeah, it's like a Segway, but he's like zipping around and we like flag him down and we're like, do you guys have audio interfaces? He's like, yeah, check this aisle. And we go to the aisle and it's a bunch of headphones and we're like, all right, they don't know what they're talking Look, about. Hey, the interior decorator of Fry's have field day. They saw their job as more than just a job. I it guess was a so. passion. They really... It was the creators of Adventure Time. Exactly. Yeah, no, the Adventure Time guy like came and designed this Fry's Electronics. And it's funny <laughs> because in the back they have like a porn section. And it's this Did like... really? Yeah, and it's this like Alice in Wonderland house that says like presentation room. And you know you go into this weird Alice in Wonderland house to watch porn. Alice in Wonderland porn sounds problematic. Literally going down the rabbit hole. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> you know what? We're gonna close on that. Oh, fucking genius. Got our, it. Right. Trademark, our idea will Trademark. Taylor, thank you so much. Of we'll course. be back. Thank you. Any last words? Not, not down. Follow up. Not, not down. Follow up. So this morning, Lucas got really angry at me, and <laughs> I want to explain why. So. Uh, Kramer and I had been driving up from San Diego. It was like a two-hour drive, and I was really excited to see Lucas. And I'm pulling up the street to his house to pick him up, and I honk the horn three times. Beep, beep, beep. And then I park out front. And Lucas comes out in a big huff, and he's like, what were you, brought up in a barn? What were you, born in a barn? Because it's just like... That's just common sense. I feel like if you're in a nice suburban neighborhood and you start honking your horn at someone when there's other neighbors just trying to get through their day, probably having some Sunday scaries, or trying to raise their spoiled brat Manhattan Beach kids, <laughs> and all of a sudden some degenerate out-of-towner comes honking their horn, that's just irritating. Okay, I honked my horn three times because I was excited, and look, I know it's annoying, and... I just wanted to make sure you understood. No, I understand, but I think Lucas is, like, getting so freaking flustered about me honking Look, my horn. I, hey, I dro- after we discussed it, I dropped it. I was over it. Oh, but, uh, no, you <laughs> didn't. <laughs> he did not drop it after we discussed it. I'm just it. saying, you just just don't honk your horn. You know, the nice neighborhood. Hey, hey and it, I think I am um, in the right here on this topic. I think if I were to go and pull up in your parents' driveway with you home and I just honk my horn... Three different times. Three whole different times. Three whole different times, I think. That three would different be rhythm, just three different times. Those three different times. Oh my God. <laughs> but look. I think Lucas is being a big fucking drama queen. Dude, I'm, you have to also realize I'm lucky to be living in the house that I'm living at, okay? I want to keep living there. And so I don't want my degenerate friends to be disrespecting the neighborhood and the house. So I was already evicted from one house. I don't want to be evicted from another. (laughs) (laughs) Well, see, I'm not punching anyone in the face. I'm honking my horn three times to tell you to come out. But you know what? I will, on the podcast, formally apologize. I am sorry, Lucas. I won't do it again. Don't do it again. (laughs) (laughs) No, Uh, you better drop it. Yes. Okay. Uh, The next topic we want to talk about is uh, quickly someone reached out to us on uh, Instagram 
Okay, so his message is, yo, I just finished today's episode. It was super good. At some point, I started wondering what you guys majored in college and how you ended up at the jobs you have now. Okay, so what do you think, Nick? Okay, it's it's funny because I did not expect me to be where I am now when I, like, entered college. So mm -hmm. I entered college pre-med, um, and I was a biochem major. And for the first two years of school, I did chemistry, and I was – I liked chemistry a lot in high school and I was good at it in high school, but UCSC chemistry was intense. Mm -hmm. And I was, it wasn't like I was failing my classes. I was getting like B's and C's. Mm -hmm. So I had like a 2.8 GPA or something like that. Yeah. So it's, it's not like I was like flunking, but I was not going to get into medical school. Yeah. And it was a couple of years in, I decided, you know what, like, I just don't think this is for me. And they opened up this business major, international business major. International UCS. business. Yeah. And so I switched to that. And through international business, I had to take accounting classes. And I was really good at the accounting classes. Mm -hmm. And so I added that as a minor. And I started looking more into accounting. And all the while, I was doing other stuff. Like I was doing like management consulting. That's what I was doing in San Francisco for a mm -hmm. couple of years. I remember summers. that. But... Uh, I, I, you know, I was finishing up my last year of school and I'm like, you know what? I really dig this accounting stuff. Um, so I got involved in some organizations that did like accounting networking and I went to like our career fair and I met my current employer and I interviewed and got hired mm -hmm. and I, I really like my job now and I, I mean, I, I literally couldn't be happier, but I would not have expected me to be where I am just uh, you know, it's, I, I wouldn't have expected this for me but I just yeah. kind of fell into it no, and, like life definitely. happens no 100% and I remember you, when you made that decision um, mine is like a little different um, I kind of always knew I was going to be in either finance or business or that industry so I originally entered UCSD as a it was mathematics and econ the joint major um, you were a math major? I've always been good at math. I took calc. I did calculus senior year. Dude, like everyone does algebra calculus their senior year. <laughs> Dude, I like you don't. Nick's laughing at me. And he doesn't believe. I've always been like math has always been. Lucas, my I know strong you're. Suit. I, Lucas, I know you're smart. Okay, well, why are you laughing at me then? Um, so math has always been like my strong suit, and so I entered as a mathematics and econ joint major. But um, I started thinking, like, okay, what kind of job can I get with, you know, a mathematics major? Like, that doesn't seem really applicable. Well, turns out, I mean, it really is. But I, yeah. just, I didn't want it for myself. That's not kind of what I wanted to do. So then I switched to management science because I thought it was more kind of business oriented. Those classes were a bitch in itself. So um, that was not for me. And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to try out accounting. I always had accounting kind of in the back of my mind. Um, kind of like as a plan B option. I had some friends that also were doing accounting. It was unfortunate that UCSD doesn't offer accounting as a major itself. Yeah. But uh, luckily UCSD had a great minor program and kind of the undergraduate accounting society that was really beneficial to searching for firms, helping us through the interview process, building your resume, kind of giving you like a sneak peek of uh, what the accounting industry is like. So that was super helpful. While going to school at UC San Diego, I applied to different accounting jobs and internships. And luckily I you know, interviewed for a small tax firm in San Diego. I was working on all different types of returns, corporate, individual trusts. So I got like kind of like a sneak peek and it was, I learned a lot 
But yeah, so I think that's kind of what turned me around and got me interested in tax itself. And so I interviewed for the uh, current firm that I'm working at. And so I'm really happy where I am now. Yeah. It, it, so Lucas and I took all the same classes like our last year in school. Um, I got into accounting first. And so I remember like you would always ask me, what's this like or what classes have you taken? And so, like, yeah, you helped me out a lot, like yeah. tremendously. And then, yeah, we went through the whole process kind of together for firms. You know, we ended up at different firms, but I think, you know, we're both happy at the firms that we're at. And it's interesting because both of us have like such different perspectives on like, how we like to work Mm -hmm. uh, and like what we want out of our jobs. So it's like, I work for a really big company. Lucas Mm -hmm. works for like a smaller regional company, but Mm -hmm. it like fits our personalities. And I remember like we've we've had debates about the pros and cons of Mm -hmm. each, but hey, that's how we got here. That's how we got here. Yeah. And now we decided. What the future has in store for us, who knows? But at the moment uh, we like what we're doing and we like uh, where we're at. Yeah, it's that. And like both of our companies give us the freedom to express ourselves really well, which is why it makes having a podcast so easy and Mm -hmm. fun. Oh, and we made sure to definitely uh, dig into our employee handbooks to make sure that there's nothing against having a podcast. My bosses listen to the podcast, so anything I say, I just, in the back of my head, I know that. Can and may be held against you in the court of law. Exactly, yeah. Whereas, I have no idea who at my firm listens (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I truly have no idea who listens, but hey, if you are listening and uh, you're one of my coworkers, I think, you know, great. Make sure to uh, rate, review, and subscribe. Rate, review, and subscribe. <laughs> um, um, okay, is there anything else you want to touch on? I think, you know, we had a decent episode here. We've been recording for three hours now. We both have swamp ass. I think it's time to go. <laughs> um, yes. All right. So cheers to swamp ass. Cheers to swamp ass. Follow us on Instagram at not not down. Yeah, you know where to reach us. I'm going to hold off from naming everything. Everything this episode. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Yeah. Oh, okay. But actually, like, follow us on Twitter. Not not down pod. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting that started. It's taking time. Follow us on Nick's, Twitter. Nick's learning Twitter. Yeah, um, learning Twitter slowly. Twitter, sure, like, Twitter for dummies. You I, should probably get that book. I'm sure there's a Twitter for there's dummies. There's 100 Twitter for dummies, but yeah, yeah, um, for sure. And then our Instagram at not not down podcast. Um, and yeah, Lucas, you great up. episode. Cheers. No, your glass. Ding! Ding! Ding, All right, whatever. We'll see you guys next week.